Welcome all, welcome all. I'm your host, Sully. And as usual, when we do an exclusive podcast interview, we make sure we find the best of the best guests, ones who are going to blow your mind and remind everyone that you're not alone and how you can shape your future. So welcoming martial artist, motivational speaker, personal fitness trainer, businesswoman, and host of the Bomb Mom podcast, Melissa Vogue. Welcome. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show. Anytime. <laughs> I first discovered uh, Miss Vogue when uh, Peter Martone of the Neck Nest Pillow was doing a crossover, and I was like, "Whoa, hey, you know this? This is for every demographic. This podcast is very hip at just stop saying no. I can't do it." <laughs> right, right. I love that. You, that's where you found me. I love that. That's where you heard me on because he is crossover just is great, <laughs> right? I love it. I, I I say no to like very little. Because I'm like, we always can spin this and how it can like improve someone's life and motivate them and all the things, all the things. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let's, let's start from the top. Uh, where were you born and raised and how did that affect uh, your culture and uh, just your mentality? Yeah, I'm actually from Michigan. So I'm Ooh. out here in California now. I just went to Ann Arbor um, last year. That's awesome. <laughs> no way. Yep. I actually lived um, closer to Ann Arbor. I don't know, like 30 minutes away, probably my last like 15 years in Sweet. in Michigan. Yeah. But I'm in I'm in Southern California now. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because a lot of people like can totally tell that they're like, where are you from? You're not a California. No, we talk very like nasally. Uh-huh. They they talk different out here. So a lot of people are like, Where are you from? And I'm like, Michigan. <laughs> but yeah, born and raised in Michigan. And now I'm a transplant out here in Southern California. Um, and I, I love that. I love that I came from there and that I'm like different out here because I don't know, like the work ethic, worth, work ethic is just a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, and that mentality. And it's just, I, I'm glad that I have that instilled in me. And then I kind of like brought it out here. Um, but just very small town growing up and my parents were um, very active, very busy. My dad was a police officer and a SWAT. Mm. All the rest of my family is all military, Navy, Marine. Yeah. And yeah, I, I grew up, I was the kid, like the little gym rat following my dad. <laughs> <laughs> to all the gyms where there was like probably walls just covered in asbestos, you know, and like just dingy, like old gyms. And I just, I Where's love that band? now. <laughs> yeah. And I was so little. I have memories like being there with my, I'd call it my nanite, like my blankie that I'd carry around. That's how, that's how young I was. And I'm like, I had no business being there. <laughs> and my dad would take me and I'd sit and watch. And I grew up in that environment, but I remember leaving my nunite there one time and they thought it was a rag <laughs> and I was just devastated. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Jeez. But see, being in that environment and seeing that at a very young age, it definitely sculpts who I am today. And it contributed to, you know, my, my fitness and my parents were not perfect <laughs> at all by any standards, but I tried to pull, Talked about some of it. you know, <laughs> Uh, I tried to pull and take what I could from that and grow off of it, but I love it. I love that I'm I'm from Michigan. That's where I came from, and I have that like instilled in my blood. And now I'm on California. Just <laughs> I do. I really do. You have to. You know, you have to own your roots and stuff. But out here in California, everything's very fast paced. People don't mm -hmm. slow down. Um, some people. <laughs> yeah. Some people. I wonder if they have manners. Um, what's a matter <laughs> yeah yeah what's eye contact what's that anymore <laughs> acknowledging hey i'm talking to the room while i'm talking mm -hmm. speak, texting on my phone <laughs> do yep. one or the other <laughs> exactly exactly but i i brought that out i teach my kids that and um you know and i got a lot from my mom too like all my health and wellness like nutrition started from her she was like way ahead of her time mm. like my mom was questioning whether or not we should drink cow's milk like in the nineties. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. She was like really Someone researching things. And, <laughs> mm -hmm, and I, I took that. I was like, well, maybe I should read labels, you know, maybe so I grew <laughs> yeah. up with that and it, it's just instilled in me now too. What does that but... 700 milligrams of sodium actually mean? Hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been reading labels for a long time and, but it helps, you know, and that's, that's a little bit about my parents and background and how, how I got started into all of this. <laughs> that's badass. Uh, so uh, that led into the next question on how that let uh, a lot of this had to do with uh, mentoring and kind of developing your fearlessness at that young uh, an age. We'll return after these messages. 
Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and foodie debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. (laughs) Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. Uh, were there any other uh, key figures who you just care to name that just not only inspired you, but also just made you say, I'm going to make this part of my etiquette, make this part of my modus operandi? Oh, dude, I grew up watching like Chuck Norris. Like, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> like movies. <laughs> yeah, well... And another part that was something that was instilled in me very young was martial arts. Like I was Mm -hmm. in a gi and doing karate very young and it was just always something that we did. And the only time I stopped it was when I got more serious into volleyball, you know, and when you start picking a track and going like playing club and like competitively, there's not a lot of room and space for other things. And then once I got into college, I picked it back up again. And for like the intramural um things like programs at college they approached me and were like would you mind teaching like a kickboxing class for the staff and the kids and I'm like okay and it was fun because I had missed it. I hadn't done it in a few years so I picked <laughs> back up with I just took everything that I knew and I made classes out of it like kickboxing classes and it's yeah I started teaching at a gym super early too and they told me like not to tell anyone my age they're like don't really? tell anyone you're 15 <laughs> Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> but I was good at it and people loved it. And I packed the room and they're like, we're just going to let you keep doing this. I'm like, okay, whatever. But that martial arts is what got me going with just like the discipline, you know, and mm-hmm. showing up. Like we were saying the handshake, like look people in the eyes, like that was instilled in me very young and just the hustle. And like, you know, you just, you don't complain about the little things you learn from them, you grow and you move forward. And then from there, I just, I continued on with Taekwondo. I got my second degree. Yeah, I, I saw that. Cra- 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 <laughs> nice. Jitsu. Yeah. So, and I love that my girls, you know, my kids are following in my footsteps too. They all started doing Taekwondo. I never pushed it. Never, mm-hmm. never forced them to do it. I waited. I let them do the whole dance thing and be on stage and, you know, the makeup until I was like, yeah, we're over this. <laughs> it's it seems so much key. of that, don't you? Like where oh it's like. God. Instead of leading by example, you see people kind of just saying, you're going to do this. Yeah. In the story. Mm-hmm. We're kicking you out of the church if you don't go to this. Exactly. Uh, I guess I'll die. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I guess that's what's happening. No, it's true. And I, I love that if I'm telling my girls, no, you need the discipline. You need to, you know, get out on the mat and try, even though this is really scary, even though you're going to go spar against a boy, you know, it's different with boys and girls. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the same thing. Did you see mom? I'm out there sparring with that man, or I'm out there rolling with that guy. And <laughs> we're going to step up to the plate. My kids could never look at me and be like, well, you don't do that. You don't eat that. You're not working out. Like my kids can never say that to me. Right. Which I like that. I I, I like that I'm the role model and it pushes them, you know, pushes them to change. It's, they're going to be 40 years old by the time they find a, oh, this is a do as I say not as I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so why do you think you just attract people's trust so much that you, uh, you already have the leadership tool and you already have a, a mostly symbolized uh, backstory, but uh, just, will you just say you just, uh, it starts with the speaking <laughs> or is it just with just getting everyone's attention? Uh, how do you think you, uh, nail that rare skill. Yeah, I, I get it. And that's a, that's a really good question. Um, 
I think my, I don't know. I think part of me, my energy, I was just, I was just blessed with like very powerful energy, which Mm. is like good and bad because I can bring a room really up and like everyone (laughs) up, but I can also bring everyone really down. Like, so I have to be aware of that. Um, but I'm just very real. And my mouth used to get me into trouble when I was little (laughs) all the time. Did you ever have to use the excuse? Well, I do come from a military family, right? (laughs) That is that would fly. That would fly well. (laughs) But you know, I just it fifty push-ups. If you say that again, (laughs) yeah. I just I don't know. It's with with that that energy, that responsibility. Um, and just knowing who I am and my mouth, all that combined, it makes me very real mm-hmm. and I'm very honest. And I think that, um, because I, I don't sugarcoat much yes. and I think people appreciate that nowadays, especially because we live in such like a filtered world, Too much, you know, like pictures, videos, and, and we can show our world so much now too, with a camera's. Mm-hmm. social media stories everything's like instant now so we get to pick and choose what we show mm-hmm. and what we talk about you know and <laughs> and with me i think a lot of people trust me because you have to have the three things right like no like and trust for people yeah. to be able to like buy from you follow you anything and people i think they know they feel like they know like and trust me because i'm just raw i'm honest And like I said, it got me in trouble when I was little, but I, I just learned like, this is just who I am and I have to control because sometimes I miss that filter, you know, Mm -hmm. I skip the filter and it just comes right out of my mouth. But there's a lot of people that appreciate that about me. I'm very black and white. A lot of people are just like, you either love Melissa or you hate me. (laughs) Like, There's no in the middle. There's no like gray with me, which I'm totally fine. Cause like if people can't handle me or, you know, the truth that I speak, like, I'm good. I, I, I'm okay with that. It's taken me a while to learn, but I just don't, I don't hide much. You know, I literally just got no off point. Instagram. No, no point at all. I just got off Instagram and I was making a story and talking about how my whole morning was literally spent cleaning up dog shit. <laughs> I'm like, I almost was late getting my daughter to school. And I literally had my whole morning turned upside down, you know, and I could have gone on and been like, oh my God, everyone go to the gym and like, feel great and have a great Friday. It's Friday. And I'm like, no, no, that's not what happened. Right. In a better (laughs) way. I feel. Yeah. So I think the honesty, you know, to answer your question, I think the honesty and just the lack of sugarcoating things is what people, it's what gets people to me. Uh, It's so cool that you mentioned that because I I had Powell telling me about this HBO podcast. I think it was Insta famous and it was just showing how people just literally are faking the location where they are and like you say it it seems like everyone just like it's easier to be bad at a job versus good at something it seems like everyone just contends with look at me buy my Mm -hmm. merchandise but don't know anything about me or don't uh i want five different alter egos you know yeah or what they think they know about someone that they like follow or aspire to be like or whatever it's not Mm -hmm. even real it's not yeah. even real. Like that's the scariest thing. Like I know, I know people because I live in a very big, like it's like a gated community. Oh. It's like harder to get in here than it is into prison. Like it's crazy. It's, yeah. And, I, mean, I do security, so I've had to do that. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's hard to get in. And th- there's a lot of famous people that live here, um, BMXers, just like there's a lot because they move here to get out of LA, mm. but they want the like security of it and stuff like that. So it's, right. it's an Interesting, interesting neighborhood. There won't be any and, TMZ um, helicopters anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. But I know a lot of the people. Like I'll see them at the beach on the weekends and hang out with them. And I see people there and they're totally just downing the pizza at the beach. Or they're like, <laughs> I totally live off of In and Out, you know, like and they're they look super fit and like in shape. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Isn't that interesting that like, and and I think a lot of them are just either genetics 
you know, they just genetically look good right now for the moment. But I'm like, (laughs) man, here's all these women, you know, probably following this person thinking like, I got to do A, B and C to look like this. And she must do this and that. And in reality, she's just like downing cheeseburgers and she's not living the life that she's preaching. (laughs) I'm like, Hmm. I'll catch you in the lie. <laughs> yeah. It hurt. It, I don't know. I don't like seeing that side because then it's just the truth is right there in my face. I'm like, oh my God, it's all a lie. Yeah. It's all fake. At, at next neighborhood party, you're going to have a word. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Stop telling me that story before the lie catches up with you. <laughs> I know. Cause they're just all like showing like the grind and the hustle and them working out and like making mm. my salad after. And I'm like, bitch, you just drove and got burgers and a fry. Oh, I'm where's sorry. You got to deal with that. Where's the story? You know, where's your Instagram post on that? Mm-hmm. Have it's you, real. so when you started making this also just, you, you got literally three different side hustles right, going for you right now. You got the podcast, you got the various classes. Um, have you also had to kind of, it's really bad here in Dallas, but have you ever had to avoid just like certain brand ambassadors or other people who you just knew, you know, it's like, you're not going to do your side of the deal. So stop asking me for this and to follow the Instagram. I, I'll promote your business, but don't, don't, you don't have it all laid out. It's not a well layered brick wall. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like, it's very interesting too, being someone like in the fitness industry and doing influence roles stuff and whatever, and, and running my business, but then also being on the acting and modeling side mm. um, and having an agent and a manager, because there's so many people out there, so many companies that reach out and they're just like taking advantage of people mm-hmm. so much. And they're so like, Oh, we'll send you free product and you just go and mm-hmm. do this. And I'm like, do you know that that would be like, thousands of dollars worth of work that you want me to do for yeah. $30 of protein bars. Like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> and, and it, they're starting to catch on, like agents are starting to pick up on this and protect the talent more and everything. But there's been a lot of companies that one, their product was like totally shady. And I'm like, uh, you are making some serious claims with this. Right. Um, and I don't want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you use or, these five different nouns, which are the big indicator that you're full of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or they're just like, they're trying to take advantage of you. They're trying to get this marketing that still would cost- your audience, still your yeah, crowd. I, I see that a lot. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that is not organic. <laughs> no. And I only market and promote things that I 100% believe in and use. Like, totally. and that, and that I trust. Um, and that's, that's another thing. Like if people start following me and trust me and like me, then I'm not going to go out there and say like, oh my God, I totally use this brand of toothpaste. And I'm like, I don't use that at all. <laughs> yeah. That's not, that's not my name. That's not Can't what sell I sell. <laughs> One photo off of you trying that out also doesn't sell it either. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's been very, it's been very interesting the last three years, especially with like COVID and the shutdown and, um, with the acting industry and us driving mm-hmm. to audition versus now doing everything at home still. Um, yeah. it's been interesting for commercial and product and merchandise and stuff. And companies got hit hard too. Like their budgets were cut. Um, people that used to do like discount codes, you know, like, uh-huh. oh, we'll do you a percentage and we'll we'll create a 20% off discount code just for your listeners and whatever. This year alone, I've had more companies say we can't even afford to offer that. <laughs> like the cost of the ingredients to make something or whatever they're like it's cost us so much and the the you know the market supply, got saturated oh my god that too yeah it's it just all gone ruin it for so everybody <laughs> they can't do it they they're like we literally can't even afford to offer 10 percent discounts i'm like oh my god that's that's sad that's crazy nice so but at least you they filtered it out so now mm-hmm you don't have to fall for any of the extra obstacles. Um, nope. Nope. Uh, so you you really hit hard um, on so many great topics that people are forgetting that it applies to anything, whether you're taking an economics class, whether you're taking just uh, be a better leader, uh, by example. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. what, what are some very, very key things to look for uh, for anyone starting their own business, let alone just making sure 
just to screen their clients better. It's like, yeah, uh, you've said this, this mm. negates that, this contradicts this. When I did a background check on you, uh, well, that, what you that's interesting. Yeah, with with like starting a business, you know, anyone who's looking to get into something, you know, whether that's create shirts or a product or a supplement, <laughs> like anything always dive in to your reason behind that and like yes. why because if you don't have a reason and a passion and like honestly coming from a place of like helping and serving others you're gonna crash and burn oh yeah because it's that reason and that why um that will fuel you to keep moving forward especially since you're gonna get a ton of no's Yes. No matter what business you're in, you know, whether you're trying to sell someone on something uh, like a physical product or trying to get people like into your business, you know, or to like mm -hmm. sign up for something, you're going to get a lot of no's. And if you don't firmly believe in what you're doing or what you're creating or how it's going to serve someone, those no's are just going to knock you down. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's tough. It's, so and it's a tough market. So you you were grown with pretty much a thick skin, but uh, how would you encourage others? Like, uh, you know, already people are coming out of their shell a bit or even embracing mental health. I've taken therapy personally uh, for this oh, whole for year sure. long. And it's great just setting more life goals, uh, reminding Dude, myself. Everyone, everyone should be in therapy. <laughs> I know, but uh, much like you break down the layers of women feeling insecure about how they look and how they balance out parenting with personal lifestyle. Uh, guys are still just stubborn as guys can be. Just, mm -hmm. I don't need help. I don't need help. I don't need help. <laughs> so, um, what are some other factors that you think people really need to just, you know, because obviously life is sometimes going to be rocky and got to oh, be in life. a yeah. dark zone to get to the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, uh, but yeah. what are some other factors you think people really, really got to, look in a general direction of to just not let just the most petty remarks just get them down and ruin their day yeah that's a really good question because this is going to hit people no matter what like if it's a relationship yeah. with dealing with your kids <laughs> work your boss a stranger a mean comment on social media uh, whatever all of it um can affect you so much the biggest thing that i think people should take away and just just stop and listen before they let their emotions take over is to separate the facts from your feelings. Yeah. Like just put them in two different categories because when someone says something to us, and if you don't have thick skin, if you haven't developed this skill to separate the facts from the feelings, it can ruin your whole day, your whole week, your whole month, and even your whole year or start ruining relationships. Oh, but when yeah. you can sit down and you can be like, what are the facts? What are the feelings? I have my kids do this all the time. Because the facts are, but let's look at this. This person doesn't really know what they're talking about. <laughs> they're just giving you their opinion, mm -hmm. right? Um, they are not a expert on this topic. Like so many things, like what are the facts? Just one person thinks this, not yeah. everybody. Your world isn't going to crash and burn. He's you know? doing a Charles Manson where he's converting you, but he has yeah. zero <laughs> liability or research. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. But getting those facts and taking them away from just your feelings, right? Because your feelings, what, feel hurt, you feel mm -hmm. sad, you feel like this is the end. Like, oh my God, like no one's ever going to like me. No one's ever going to like this. People means don't this understand is... me. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it just snowballs. And I'm always like, do I have to make myself do it? You know, for me personally, when I get things thrown in my way, which happen all the time. Um, but I really help my kids and just help them stop. Is that fact? Well, no, but I'm like, uh-uh, only look at the facts. Right. And separate it. The more you do that, the more people say things to you and you're just like, that's, that's totally not hell, dude. at all. That's <laughs> just your opinion. Do you hear yourself? And, yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's just your opinion. And I don't really care what you think. And every time yeah. you do that and just take that moment, like fact feelings, separate them, get them out. You get to the root of the problem and you realize like, that's just your opinion. And your skin gets tougher. It gets thicker. It feels so and good, then, right? Oh my God. And then you're not responding out of emotion. Yeah. You didn't have to hit them back you're with like, another insult and also look like an asshole. You just yeah. said, uh, and, and, yep. 
you didn't have to uh, growing up it was always annoying how people tell you oh just you know do one of the classic phrases sticks and stones but by the time you've said it you've already been punched down on the ground or <laughs> right been exactly you know, mocked so it's like okay well uh uh folks uh the 40s 50s advice uh does not work in 90s no. 2000s <laughs> no and it's so easy to say that like it's so easy to just be like oh don't let it bother you you know oh like let it just roll oh, off you or why you know <laughs> but when you can put things in just two categories what's your feelings and what are facts oh my god that tool that will really help people thicken up their skin and get tougher yes thousand percent uh, a lot of other fitness podcasts do a great job and you do it too on talking about uh, insecurities, which is often mm. the source of why we encountered the various bullies and other jerks in society, uh, let alone just people who are just flawed and, and don't even realize how flawed they are. They just think uh, whatever they've been denied, uh, you know, uh, it, it goes into sometimes it's a mixture of do as I say, not as I do. And other times it's just, oh, i I'm I'm the ugly duckling of the crowd, mm -hmm. so you do better, right. you. <laughs> Even though I'm the one who needs to work on me, uh, right? Uh, when when you cut for that in a class or it uh, done that at a speaking seminar, uh, have you even been able to kind of pick out the ones who are uh, a perfect example of that and said, "Hey, you know, come to the side for a minute, you know, <laughs> let's come out the of our shells." That, <laughs> the ones that are insecure and like, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, on their it's, phone nervously, but they oh, don't even want to be here. I can like pick them out immediately. <laughs> Sniper's view. <laughs> yeah, and it, because and I think that just probably comes with years of experience and myself probably knowing what it feels like to be insecure. You know, yes. knowing what it feels like <laughs> to lose myself and all of that. But whether I'm teaching a class physically and like working out and, you know, I'm in that type of situation or I'm on stage presenting and like talking to people or whatever, it doesn't matter. I can still pick it out. People's body language will tell you everything. Right. You know, <laughs> someone who's like sitting back, slouched, arms crossed, chin down, like looking at you. Mm. With their eyes. Yeah, lifted. You're you're like looking right through you, like you're a mm -hmm. demon or something. You're just like, like why are you here? Mm -hmm. What's going on? What's what's the attitude right now? And for why? And I don't even know you. Let's okay. This is interesting. That's interesting. Then you know what different topics to hit, mm -hmm. um, or paying attention to when you're talking about different topics. You know, so if like you start talking about like self talk or parent issues or daddy issues or whatever, and they kind of like adjust and perk up, you're like, hmm maybe I'm striking a chord with them, you know, and then other people like other situations, like if I'm in a class setting or I'm teaching and there's someone that's all the way in the back and they don't <laughs> want to have anything to do with you and they're super insecure. Like it's really important to make sure that, that person has a good time and takes down their wall mm -hmm. and knows that this is like, a, like it's a safe place. It's going to suck. I'm going to kill you. You're going to sweat and burn and whatever, but <laughs> it's really important for that that first time they feel welcome and safe. So they come back. You want them to have positive feelings and a good experience associated with like working out in fitness. That's lovely. That's it's really, really important because if they don't, you know, there's hundreds and thousands of stories probably of people that are like, I went to this class and this instructor was so mean or like everyone was talking to me or they didn't even talk to you. So it's like, yeah, being a chicken shit in the corner. Mm -hmm. And then they never go back. And now they think like in their brain, you know, somewhere way back deep that they think working out and crappy feelings. Yeah. I don't want to work out because it makes me feel bad. Right. All because of that one experience. But yeah, everyone, everyone has insecurities. Everyone. And, many. and it's crazy because like no one's perfect. Like where is this perfect person that we are trying to like, become and achieve and like <laughs> you know like no one is perfect at all it makes Ow. me so mad when like <laughs> my daughters will come home and luckily they have pretty tough skin but they're like yeah so and so made fun of me for this like my middle daughter literally has like the longest eyelashes in the world like she was just blessed with like snuffleupagus eyelashes <laughs> i don't know if you know who snuffleupagus is from sesame street oh um, yeah totally. he has the, like We're the long guys. eyelashes like <laughs> yeah. that's literally my daughter's lashes People will make fun of her. She came home last year from school and she was like, they were making fun of my eyelashes. And I'm like, 
And? Oh my God. They're reaching that far. They, they can't find anything else wrong with you and they got to make fun of your eyelashes. Like, honey, you need to feel bad for them because <laughs> they're dying for your eyelashes and they just don't want to admit it. Women play, pay a lot of money to get eyelashes like yours. And, <laughs> right? But it was just interesting. I'm like, you, kids just have to like, they, ha- they have to reach so far to make fun of someone's eyelashes because you're that insecure about yourself. You know, it's, totally. and I'm like, and, and was there probably 30 things that you could have picked on? them about and she's like oh my god yeah and i'm like <laughs> she has no business saying anything to you i said at first doesn't mean anything yep yeah doesn't matter if they turn the entire gym against you they're still the same stuck up person yeah and all of it just their opinion not facts you know mm-hmm. so it's it's an interesting world we live in right now for sure <laughs> yeah it's not getting any easier uh but it's cool that you have this navigation instilled into everybody instead of just saying, well, I'll just, I guess I'll make five more visits to the principal's office. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't come to the rescue if I, unless I like absolutely have to. I think it's really important for kids to. If the learn. professor is just absolutely yeah. out of, you know, out of tune. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's like completely outrageous or like something's going on. But otherwise, I think my kids need to fight their own battles. I think we all need to learn to fight our own battles. Mm-hmm you know never be reliant yeah and just not you know hide behind our phones hide behind emails hide behind text messages like i'm saying all the time go have adult conversations go have an adult conversation and and work it out you know that way (laughs) right absolutely uh and so your, your podcast has also done a good job of just setting goals and everything and one thing i uh Anytime I've had any other health uh, fitness person on here, I've had Holly Cotton, who's another wonderful talent. Uh, and uh, they've talked about at length on when you first, you know, sign up, you know, get your certificates and everything. You got to keep reminding everyone is like, I'm not an expert on everything health. I'm on right. this particular category, you know, because people have had to do disclaimers more, avoid lawsuits and everything. You know, Dave Asprey mm-hmm. is another big prominent uh, uh, fitness guru. Uh uh, what what have been some factors that you've had to do to just and you would encourage others uh, who are getting into this is like, aside from do I have a voice that I want to share in the first place on podcasts? Do I have a producer who can edit? You know? mm-hmm. Well, are you asking me like what people what have I been have to do to like protect myself or? Uh, yeah, uh, just uh, you're saying with you, like you, you've already done the copyright, but you just got to. Make the disclaimers like I examine this degree of health and fitness, not right. this and that. Yeah, never said that. You said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and you know, you always have to be able to make sure you can identify when you're starting to leave your lane. I'm always mm. telling people with your business, like, stay in your lane. Back stay to the cars your, like, that we talked about earlier. <laughs> yeah, like if if you are, you know, a trainer and your job is like lifting and and workouts and exercise like stay in that lane if you don't have any other experience with like mental health and you know you don't have a degree in like social work or you know but so you just stay in that lane and then if the people (laughs) need more constantly tell them go seek a professional go get help you know and with fitness and stuff so much gets brought up it's thank god i'm so grateful that i have my social work degree um because it we are like psychologists and trainers and therapists and everything all in one and a lot comes out and i have to be very aware when i'm starting to leave my lane especially with things like eating disorders it's amazing how many women um have suffered from one form or another always and, and it's usually like in their teens or their 20s mm-hmm. you know and they used to like binge and purge or whatever and now they're older and they're trying to get fit and things are triggering them. And now like, you know, previous um, challenges and struggles are starting to resurface and yep. you have to be able to know when to say, not my expertise. You right. need to go seek out a professional. There's someone I trust to recommend to see mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Yeah. And we can all work together. Like that's totally mm-hmm. fine. You don't need to leave or stop what you're doing, yeah. but like you should go get additional help and stuff. So just always being aware of like staying in your lane, you know, don't, don't leave your expertise. And when you need other help, refer them out. There's nothing wrong with that. 
There's nothing wrong with like having multiple people work together to get someone results (laughs) and grow your business. Absolutely. Whether you're talking results, you know, physically with a body or results with just, you know, achieving your business and stuff. Absolutely. Uh, This is very intriguing though, too, because uh, now that we pushed aside all that barrier and uh, gone through all this confusion, it, it's just so relieving when you finally tell everyone, hey, we made a connection and we all want the same thing. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and uh, so uh, with public speaking, you know, that that is always a, a very undervalued skill because that works anywhere. <laughs> It doesn't have to be just business or your persona. It's just, you know, pretty much the tricks of just getting people's attention in general, just whether it's an urgent matter, whether it's just, hi, how you doing? You know, <laughs> being the like. Oh, yeah. If you, if you can command a crowd and like keep them engaged, you can command anything in your life, you know, because like the biggest thing is, yes, being alone up on stage, speaking to people. And if you can master that, even if you're just like in middle school or high school and you're giving a presentation <laughs> and you can develop that confidence, oh my God, you you can tackle anything. I leave not next week, the week after for Colorado for the podcast movement. What? I got selected. Yeah, I'm going to be one of the speakers there. So go. <laughs> I'm excited to be back up on stage and stuff um, again, but. Been a minute. <laughs> uh, well, COVID, like. Yep. It's just now, like last year and like this year, and this year's like the big one. Last year, like things were like a lot better and opening up, but now it's like, okay, now everything's back on. We can now it's finally getting figured out. (laughs) And they're big, they're bigger too now. People, you know, the last year and the year before, everything was still kind of like smaller and yeah. um, I don't know. Now it's, it's better. And, and I love it. I love getting up there and just meeting people and they have all, you know, the breakout sessions and stuff that you can do and whatever. But like, honestly, there's so many times where I don't even make it to the breakout sessions because I'm talking with someone else about, you know, growing their podcast or their (laughs) business or fitness tips or, and I'm like, this is what I live for. (laughs) Right. It's, Uh, have you seen some good turnout from that where people were really just letting you know, Hey, I was listening, you know, and you felt validated because like, okay. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. Yeah. When you get back and then people find you on social media or they send (laughs) you an email and they're like, I wrote this down and you said this. And like, my life was never the same. Like, I'll never forget you saying that. I'm like, worth it. Totally worth it. Worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Even when they're just doing all the emojis and everything, you're like, hey, Mm -hmm. that, that was a cool result. Yeah, absolutely. It was neat. I love it. I can't, I can't wait to go. I'm really excited to go. And we had like, I think they said 9,000 applicants for speakers and presenters. So to get narrowed Uh, down. Yeah. (laughs) And to get picked. um, It's, it's cool to be able to to do that and say, Oh my God, (laughs) I got selected. (laughs) I'm the MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like it. Are there any upcoming uh, health seminars and other annual events that you often recommend everyone check out for those interested? Um, the so health many. ones, I there are. There's a ton. I love the Fitness Expo, um, and they make their rounds everywhere. They were just in Anaheim, California, last weekend. Um, those type of expos are great, and always like seek them out. You can even you can literally just Google like health expos, California or Michigan or whatever. Nice. Um, and those are great because there's a lot of like startup companies that go. And so you get to know a company when they're first coming out and you get to, a lot of the time they have the owners at the booth. So <laughs> I've, I have found like my top protein nice. bars um, at those expos because I get to talk to them and read the labels and like find out, well, why'd you create this, you know, or well, what's <laughs> right. this ingredient, you know? Um one of my longest standing relationships with one of the protein companies, uh, protein bar companies, I founded an expo. I'm not kidding you like 10 years ago. Um, but you get to sample and try so many things. So go right. there hungry. That's because a win. You're, 
you're gonna get so many like different bars and get snacks those amino and acids <laughs> yeah but then you're not wasting money later no you know of like oh my god this is disgusting or you don't know anything about a product you're just randomly trying something so any health like the 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 expo that's the one i like any of them um find them and they got big convention centers um and this is the time of year too like after the summer you'll start seeing a lot of them there'll be like a lot of tours in the fall and the winter and everything that's great Mm -hmm. given this fearlessness of yours and how well you've done at some of the recent events uh have you even thought of trying to get in on on an invite list to do a ted talk i have uh, definitely on my bucket list for sure. <laughs> not there yet, but <laughs> not there yet. Not there yet. <laughs> it's oh, just, awesome. it's crazy right now for me with the stage that my kids are into mm-hmm. in sports. I'm coaching now the volleyball team. I'm like, sure. Why not? I don't have enough going on. Let's add that to the list. Yeah. So, <laughs> but definitely in the future. Stellar. Uh, uh, one, one last thing. Uh, so everyone's, you know, there's no reason for anyone to not be able to organize their, their world at this point. You know, we got calendars, we got, Mm -hmm. uh, I just got the muse headband, which is great for enhancing one's focus, uh, let alone better sleep. But, uh, uh, and since you're good at cutting through the red tape of lame excuses, uh, uh, what are just some final thoughts on how people need to just organize their world every day? You know, you've got this phone, there's yeah. no excuse to not remember someone's birthday or a upcoming school event or that, yes, you are overdue to go to the gym. Right. So no, there's well, nothing else I, going on that matters. <laughs> I love that you're asking this because um, I, I just, <laughs> I just like was texting a client or me. I don't know, maybe I posted it in one of my groups in the Bob mom group or something, but I was telling them that if you do not have you scheduled on your calendar, like the chances of it happening are slim to none. Like it's not going to happen. And people are always like, well, I know tomorrow I'm going to work out sometime in the afternoon. That's not good enough. Like if you are busy and you have a full life, but you still want to fit you in, you have an 80% chance higher, greater of actually showing up if it's on your calendar. And now, like you said, with technology and your phones, you can set a reminder, you can set an alarm, you can set an alert to go off. And I told this one client I was just talking to, I was like, because she's, it's back to school time this time of year. (sighs) And I have a lot of teachers. So I have a lot of teachers that were off for the summer, really got it going. (sighs) And now they're back and they're like, oh my God, when do I fit this in? So that's tough. And I'm like, the teachers, that's a twist. Yeah, right. <laughs> that should be a podcast. Um, <laughs> but and they have their own book club. But no, yeah, that's cool. Exactly. But I'm telling yeah. them, I'm like, I want to see your day. I said, I want to see your day from Friday to next Friday. Nothing personal. Write it out. Here's what yeah. you got. Boom, boom, boom. Show me everything that you have and when you're going to fit you in. And if you don't know when you're going to fit you in, then ask for help. I will look and you you might not like some of the answers. You might not, you might not like where you have to fit you in um, because Wednesdays, it might be at five in the morning. Yeah. But you know what? The next day, Thursday, you can do it in the evening or not, or like whatever, you know what I mean? You'll feel and, that lovely surge over time. Yeah. Yeah. And just know too, that like, if you are scheduling in workouts, if we are talking about that, it's, and you hate getting up at 4.30 in the morning to work out every single morning, don't do it then. Because yeah. just like we talked about before with association and fitness, you're going to start hating working out and associate mm-hmm. it with dread and oh my God. So maybe only three days a week you work out in the morning that early and you have it scheduled on your calendar. And then the other day you take off and then the other day, that's just going to have to be a late night one. Yeah. Oh, and oh, that's shit. okay. <laughs> You know, better safe so, than sorry instead of just complaining. Oh, that's right, I didn't mm-hmm. work out. Oh, I need exactly. to ask permission to exist. <laughs> exactly. For me. So just getting it on the schedule, having a plan. Like your your day, like my Saturday, will be all planned out and on the schedule before I go to bed tonight. So I know exactly what's happening, and it, I just do it every single day. Every day, we I do a thing called weekly temple every Sunday night, and weekly I get prepped for yeah. that. That whole week. And 
because it's called temple, like is talking about our body and our body being our temple and stuff and, you know, figuring it all out. And we do weekly temple. I have a couple of worksheets that my, my members use and they, they do a checklist. Like, how did you win this week? What are your roadblocks coming up next week? What are your obstacles? Yeah, exactly. And lay it all out and get prepared. And if we don't, a plan, a failure to plan is just a plan to fail. So It really is. But people just think like, oh, no, life got busy. And I'm like, no, 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 you didn't plan. You got busy. If you just if you just sit down and have that action plan and use it, you'll you'll succeed for sure. How often do you hear the I wrote down, but I lost the uh, reminder paper. It was like, well, it's just kind of like memorizing a script. That's just embedded in your head that you wrote it down. Yep. Yep. Clearly, there's more insecurity there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like you said, there's so much technology and tools that we can use. We, I mean, we have our calendar on our watch if we want and look down and see what our next event is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but dry erase boards are magical too. Yeah. People, we've lost the connection with the power of the pen. Um, I, yeah. And just, and dry erase boards, it's not permanent. You know, I have a huge dry erase calendar over on my <laughs> um, my wall and we put it in, we fill it in. Like, when are we doing what? Like I even write down my gym time. So my kids know when I'm going to the gym, like when I'm going to be here, when I'm not. And it helps keep us organized. And then everyone's on the same page and no one's like wondering where I'm at or what's happening next. I'm like, go to the board, go look at the board. (laughs) (laughs) You want a suggestion? Go to the board. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This has been dynamite. Uh, I'll be sure to get a uh, one of the how to do anything is how you do everything t-shirts also <laughs> yes i love that you know we have that oh yeah because uh, you'll see so many people they'll see that there's a link to like the link tree and merchandise but they don't even look at it it's like if, mm-hmm. even if you're not gonna buy that for you buy that for someone else who needs that just a little extra just that that is an empowering just in and of itself you bought a t-shirt yeah i'll, I'll buy it but my siblings are picky, but I'll buy them a t-shirt that has like a sarcastic remark that makes me, they get the love that, hey, I thought of you when I bought right. that shirt for you. It might be the right. stupidest t-shirt ever, but I thought of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it should mean some, but it doesn't always work. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's the thought. It's the thought, but yes, I get what you're saying. Book or a movie they'll never watch or read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are there any other books uh, that you recommend? And have you even thought of authoring some material? The the one book, because I think I can say I'm an author now, is we did the Bomb Mom recipe book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a recipe book, but technically I can say I'm a published author now. Totally. Um, I can't believe how much um, work that took. <laughs> but, editors, back Oh my God, it was so <laughs> It was a lot, but that's also a lot of pictures and like detailed stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I am interested in taking the busy to bomb fit mom, um, just thoughts, process, like everything and putting it together into a book that's been um, on the back of my mind. But um, being a mom from divorce um, and raising kids now, I really want to write a book on uh maintaining a relationship with your children after divorce so yeah i just was talking about this the other day and like started doing notes on it and stuff and i'm like this needs to happen so i think it i think i'll be able to use a lot of my insight with just like training and what i do because that's kind of how like i've been able to keep my relationship going with my children through all of this and the craziness stuff so instead of Again, yeah, we're we're kind of the warmonger cycle still. We still have people who are like, pick mm-hmm. a side. It's like, well, you can love both, imperfections and all. <laughs> yes, yes. So we'll see. We'll, we'll keep we'll keep you posted on that. I have one. so many pals who are married and they choose to be cynic. They're like, you think you're getting married? Don't. I'm like, <laughs> well, speak for yourself. <laughs> oh, that's so sad because that's not true. It can be amazing and beautiful. I know they and... like their kids, but it's it's like they get annoyed with having to babysit. And it's like, well, you knew what you signed up for. It's a contract, just like a house. Yeah, and <laughs> men don't babysit their own kids, <laughs> right? <laughs> they are your children. <laughs> this is your job. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad that you can cut for the cynics and find again find the happiness and joy and. Well, also, again, being 
continually blunt. So um, uh, where, where can people find you on the interwebs? You got a great Instagram. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, my website is Melissa Vogel Um, and that'll link you to everything like merch recipe book, my pro- program, busy to bomb fit mom website or, um, podcast, um, all of it's on there. Melissa Vogel You can also listen to me on the bomb mom podcast. Um, we go live, uh, we have a new one every single week come out and we've had requests for two and three. And I'm like, Oh my God, you guys, <laughs> one is really hard. So we're working on that building and growing that. Um, and yeah, Perfect. follow me on Instagram. It's it's I T S Melissa Vogel. It's Melissa Vogel is my handle. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> badass, badass. Well, I can't wait to hear what you do next. And thank you ever so much for making an appearance on her. Yes. Thanks for having me on. This was fun. I love just like riffing and just like talking about everything and anything. I think it, yeah, it just makes it such great conversation. I've had, I had a good time. Thanks for having me on. Anytime. And this is really well, the blessing. So thank you ever so much. No problem. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up-